This is the Risky Mix podcast, where we speak with those people changing the mix in the insurance industry. Sharing their personal journeys, their inspirational stories, and answering the questions we all want answered. You're listening to Raj and Katie. We really hope you enjoyed this week's episode. Today, we are excited to be joined by Claire Corazan the founder of Beyond, whose mission is to help leaders on their transformation journey. And as many of you know, transformation isn't really only about technology. It's often more about the human side in business. And it's that intersection between people, tech and business that Claire is deeply passionate about and why she started Beyond. Claire has had an interesting and entrepreneurial career journey to date, holding senior positions at tech startup Decoded and is a non-exec director for an insure tech startup. She even closed the Bank of England's Tech Fortnite event, which explored technology developments and their implications for the bank and wider world. Thanks so much for joining us on the Risky Mix podcast, Claire. Ah, it's awesome to be here. Thank (laughs) you, Katie. Thank you, Raj. Thank you. So we like to open with a bit of a personal question. Um, So can you tell us something, an interesting fact about yourself that we don't know and, and our listeners won't know? I can. So at the end of last year, as many of us do, we reflect upon the kind of year that's happened. And I did a little exercise with myself, which was 2019 in numbers. And so my interesting fact that I'm going to share with you both today is that I read 42 books throughout 2019. Wow. Um, <laughs> so needless to say, I'm quite a big bookworm. And uh, yeah. Yeah. What, what are your reading interests? Uh, they cross between psychology, um, business, tech, humanity, all of those things. Non-fiction yes. primarily then? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Occasionally dive into a bit of fiction, but it's primarily non-fiction. You two will get on well because Raj is a writer, a budding writer. <laughs> yes. Yes. Fiction though. Fiction. fiction. I like yeah. fantasies. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Claire. So um, let's get into kind of the world of work and your career journey. It'd be yeah. really great to hear more about your journey and, and kind of why you've made the decisions and taken the steps that you have. Yeah, thanks. So I guess my career has, has been in two halves, really. The first half was spent in the creative industry and uh, in commercial roles and uh, had a fantastic experience in the decade that I was there working with some very interesting organizations around branding and creativity and um, and then I left the industry and took a six-month career break and I retrained as a personal development coach which was amazing and I've used those skills ever since in all aspects of life business mm. and um, uh, and personal and um, and then I stumbled across a tiny startup back in 2012 called Decoded who were on a mission to teach the world to code and I met with the founders and fell in love with the proposition and just thought wow I need to be part of this organization and I remember saying in my second interview even if you decide not to hire me, I'm going to be one of your clients because I yeah. believe in this business so much that I want to tell the world about all of this stuff. Wow. And so began a uh, an amazing journey over the six years I was there. Uh, I was brought on board to grow the team, grow the business, uh, work with some of the most incredible businesses on the planet going through change and transformation. Uh, you know, some of the some of the businesses who are the most progressive in terms of technology, like the IBMs and the Burberries, 
deep minds of this world all the way through yeah. to the more traditional organizations um, and it was an amazing experience to have been able to have a window into lots of different businesses uh, leadership and culture and really get to understand some of the challenges around change and so at the end of 2018 I left the business and I ventured out on my own because I always had a burning desire to set up my own business I did some study in neuroscience in leadership before taking the plunge and uh, and setting up Beyond. And really, Beyond is all about bringing those three things together that you mentioned, Katie. People, business and technology. And that sort of intersection between those three things and really helping people go on the journey that I've been on myself, being a non-technical person who is able to speak the language of technology. And it's really just about sharing my knowledge and experience to help others and empower them and that's really my why to empower others. Amazing. So what was it about Decoded that drew you to them so much? Oh a number of different things. So in my previous life in the agency world I was seeing and experiencing one or two people in the agency with lots of knowledge about digital at the time. Mm. This is going about seven eight years now and everyone else including myself with little or no knowledge and so we were all scrabbling to bring those subject matter experts into meetings with clients and try and learn through osmosis and and just try and pick up as much as possible but I I saw that there was a lot of fear and anxiety around not knowing enough and especially in front of clients and and things like that so when I heard about what Decoded were doing at the time which was really putting technology into the palms of people and helping people to um, you know, really grasp what all of this stuff is. I just thought, everyone needs to understand this stuff. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you, you're not going to go on and you know, ever kind of maybe do any code yourself, but you need to understand the lifeblood of digital products. Yeah. And now more so data. Everything that's digital uh, that's been created is underpinned by data. And that's where it gets really, really exciting, especially in the insurance industry, um, because we're sitting on so much data uh, and lots of uh, opportunities for innovation and change and putting customers at the heart of all of that. So, yeah, I I get excited about those things because I can see the opportunities ahead, uh, but also the challenges around people and helping people take them on that journey. And that's my purpose, really. Yeah, I mean, I can definitely see how um, there is a fear around embracing new technologies because it just feels like, um, particularly if you aren't working on a day-to-day basis with technology, yeah. that you could be left behind quite mm. rapidly because it oh, changes yeah. so quickly. Yeah. Um, and it, it becomes almost, it feels like it's almost inaccessible for you know the ab- yeah. everyday person yeah. um, to be able to get a grasp of this and a good understanding of yeah. it. So, yeah. yeah, I think it's it's really important that we make it more accessible for people. Definitely. And the key things around that, actually, Raj, are its language and its context. So there are over a million words in the English language, most of which are associated with science and technology. Mm. So it's no wonder Mm. that we get confused by all this language, this jargon, all of this terminology that is constantly changing and evolving and feels like we just can't keep up quick enough. Yeah. You know, that shows no signs of slowing down in terms of the world of technology and how that's impacting business. So to be able to help people have the language around uh, what all this stuff is, but then also the context, 
you know, because we can bring jargon into conversations, but not necessarily have the context that sits underneath it and understand how it all fits together. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, those two things, I think, are essential in terms of helping leaders to really know the right questions to ask and feel informed. Yeah. yeah. So I wonder, so as you know, the podcast is, um, we have a, we have a focus on uh, diversity and inclusion within yeah. predominantly insurance, also financial services, mm. but tech is another area that's quite heavily male dominated. I mean, you, you've had experience yeah. with a tech startup and, yeah. and other technology businesses. I mean, from your, through your eyes, what, you know, what are you seeing and what have you seen over the last few years? Yeah. Oh gosh, that is that's a really good question. Lots of different things. So there's some amazing champions in the tech space, women in tech. You know, my former boss Catherine Parsons and lots of other incredible leading ladies uh, in the world of technology who are the role models for future leaders. And I think that's one of the biggest challenges actually around mm-hmm. um, business. I think you know we want to be able to see the path ahead and so it's really important that the senior women within the industry are you know we're shining a light on them because actually they're the ones that are showing the next generation that this is possible this is how to do it you know there is a way we can smash that glass ceiling and um, empower others and and bring others up with us which I think is really important yeah and there's I mean there's not enough but it has it has to come from leadership and yeah. You know, opportunities for women and um, people from diverse backgrounds to contribute and to be part of the leadership within organisations. And did you per- have you personally faced any challenges being a woman entering the space? Or um, no, not necessarily. I think I've always been fortunate to work with very empowering bosses. Yeah, yeah, and I've worked for a lot of female bosses throughout my career. It's sort of yeah in the tech world, and then also before then. So they've they've shown me the way that this is possible, and um, and helped me. So I just want to make sure that I'm giving that back to the next generation, yeah. as a mentor, as a coach, as a leader, as somebody who can help others on that journey. Sure, yeah. brilliant. And what did you learn, sort of, over the six years that you were with Decoded to? help you make that leap into starting your own business and Mm. and doing what you do now gosh um so even before decoded i've always worked for very entrepreneurial businesses yeah so that mindset around don't wait to ask for permission Mm. just you know if you see a problem solve it use your creativity roll the sleeves up just kind of just make stuff happen I think so when I joined Decoded it was a very natural fit from that perspective because it was all about experimentation and you know trying new things and always innovating always sort of evolving and iterating and learning along that way so but uh, but again that's you know it's a mindset it's it's problem solving and it's um it's applying creative thinking to get stuff done so yeah lots of lots of learning but also I think it comes from that background of working in organisations. Having said that, though, I'm really fortunate, having had the experience of working for startups and entrepreneurial businesses, to be able to then bridge that within the corporate world. So Mm, a lot of my clients throughout the last two decades have been big corporations, you know, traditional mindset, legacy thinking, all of that stuff. And I love being that bridge between, you know, the startup culture and that entrepreneurial creative way of thinking, plus also recognising and respecting the fact that 
the big corporations and organisations don't operate in the same way. Yeah. But how can you actually help them on that journey, respecting, you know, the hierarchy and the landscape and all of the cultural behaviours yeah. that come with all of that, but sort of inspiring them in ways that kind of get them to see and think differently and sort of help to move them on that journey. So, I, yeah, I love being that bridge between those two worlds, technical, non-technical, and also startup and corporate. And I think that's kind of being able to navigate all of that has, has really yeah, been a fun journey. Yeah, so so I think it's, it's probably fair to say that you love startups. Is that fair? <laughs> I mean, what, what there there are there are downsides of the startup world, but what do you love about it? What really gets you interested in it? Um, many things, I guess the uh, the fluidity of it all. Yeah, you know, it's a lot of what happens in startups is the, that you're putting customer problems right at the very center of how you're solving them whether that's through a technology platform or whether that's through various other different things, you're putting the customer problem at the heart of it and then you're looking for creative ways of solving that problem, but you're testing and learning along the way. Yeah. So it's a constant growing, learning, evolving, iterating process, which is intellectually challenging and fast-paced and you know, you, you, you're navigating a very uncertain environment which you know, can feel quite challenging at times if you're yeah. not used to that lack of sort of structure and process whereas on the other hand it can be incredibly liberating because you can think wow I've got the freedom to you know try and solve problems in really interesting ways and um, you know have the support around me to uh, you know flourish in that so yeah, yeah I think it's that Great answer. and how is it that you um, you get the buy-in from big corporations essentially to um, get them to start thinking in an entrepreneurial way because obviously yeah. there is a very embedded culture some of these organizations that are decades old and yeah they're quite bureaucratic and you know they've got very set ways of working what is it that you do to inspire them to think differently yeah it's a number of different things so I was very fortunate to be at a um, an event at the beginning of this week where Alison Rose the CEO of RBS was sharing her story which was phenomenal and she said something um, during the evening which just really struck a chord with me which was around you know if you don't start mm. changing mm. you'll never change you know all we have to do is make that first step into moving forward and yes it always feels very scary because it's unknown and it's about change and as human beings we we don't like to feel uncomfortable and we naturally sort of gravitate yeah. away from it. But actually, you know, moving towards it is the best thing to do because that's where we grow and that's where, we, that's where we're able to do amazing things. But I think that summed it up beautifully. You know, you've got to have an open mind in the first place. None of us know where this is all going, but we know that we can't stay where we are. You know, the riskiest thing to do is actually to do nothing, you know, and also what's the risk if you don't change, if you don't do anything? Yeah. It's massive, yeah. you know, and we've, we know more about that than what we do about the risks of, you know, trying some new things and learning along the mm. way. Um, and, yeah, I just think showing people that it's not as difficult as what it appears to be 
is a really helpful way of inspiring people. And also sharing, you know, sharing the journey to say, look, I, I didn't know about technology really mm. um, f- until I joined Decoded, where I became absolutely wholeheartedly immersed in an amazing yeah. world. Um, and, you know, and it's a phenomenal journey because you come out the other side more informed and confident and empowered from that experience. So, yeah. And so when you were at Decode then, how how did you learn all of the technology that you have now? Was it was it from the people that you worked with or did you study or what, what did you do? Oh, every single day I'm learning. Right. Um, and so, yes, obviously working with amazing people, uh, but also learning from the businesses that you're working with as well. You know, the challenges and, and sort of what's happening in that space, but then also reading a lot, you know, a yeah. lot, a lot of reading. I think in, in this space, it's the curiosity is a really important um, way of being. You know, you have yeah. to be interested in learning about or just exploring new things. Mm. So reading is the best way to learn and obviously being inspired by others who know more than you. Yeah. <laughs> so, okay. yeah. Brilliant. And can I just sort of explore um, that six months that you took off to do the personal development course? Yeah. Um, what inspired that? Um, yeah, you know, gosh. Great question. You've just taken me back to a conversation that I was having with a dear friend of mine over lunch uh, during the beginning part of that six months I took off, uh, where we were sort of talking about what I was going to do next. And I sort of said, oh, I'm not sure I want to go back into the creative industry. You know, I'm, I'm keen to sort of have a bit of a squiggly career and uh, mm. explore something else. And she said to me, Claire, I think you would be an amazing coach. And I left that lunch thinking, oh, that sounds really interesting. And I did some research on it as soon as I got home and uh, just started exploring what that would mean and what it looks like. And everything that I was reading about it, I just thought, I love this. I absolutely love this. Mm. So I signed up to do a four-month coaching qualification. And, yeah, and I kind of did the same at the beginning of last year where – I had a conversation with um, a lady who's a former client of mine and uh, she said uh, she was talking about neuroscience in leadership and I just thought, wow, I love this subject and went home and sort of started doing some research and signed up for a course immediately because I just thought, wow, yeah, this is just so interesting with people, the people part of change and helping people move from where they are now into where they want to be in the future, which essentially is coaching. Um, so Claire, can we talk a little bit about you starting up your own business and is it what you expected? Has it moved in the in the trajectory that you are expecting and does it reflect any of the clients that you've worked with? Yeah, so um, I started the business because I had a number of conversations with some very pivotal people in my life sort of earlier last year and that inspired me to uh, to take the plunge and yeah what a phenomenal journey it's been on you know you have to do all the really fun stuff like what's the brand and the mm-hmm. website and you know what's the proposition but throughout that journey what I've loved the most actually is talking to potential clients about the proposition and really listening like what are the problems that we're looking to solve 
with what we're doing and how can we ensure that the products are absolutely hitting the spot when it comes to solving those business challenges. And, uh, and the insight that you gather when you speak to customers and you really listen to what they're saying in terms of their challenges just is invaluable in mm-hmm. terms of ensuring that you're creating solutions that are fit for purpose. And I think constantly asking the question is really, really important because as we know, nothing stays the same. And mm. in the world of technology, things are always changing and always yeah. moving. And um, and so actively asking those questions and being open to feedback and, um, and uh, learning along the way is a really, really important part of the process, as well as being massively interesting. Mm. You yeah. know, hearing about the different challenges for businesses, uh, you know, they're, they're all different. So, yeah. Amazing. Yeah. Great. Thank you so much, Claire, for coming coming to visit us today. Um, we'd love to have you back to, to talk a little bit more about what I think is going to be a really fascinating topic, um, <laughs> neuro, neuroscience and, and how that is reflected in leadership. Cool. Um, so if, if you'd be willing to come back in a couple of weeks, we'd love to talk to you about that then. Absolutely love to. Thanks, ladies. Great. Absolute pleasure. Thank you. Thanks, Claire. Thanks for listening today. If you'd like to get in touch, you can do so via our Twitter account at Risky Mix. We'd love to hear your thoughts and questions. And if you know any inspirational women in the industry who you think would be great for the Risky Mix podcast, please get in touch. See you next week.